Welcome to the podcast Behind the Counter with your host, me, Heidi Blum, also known as The Foods Are. I was born and bred in Livingston, New Jersey, and I have seen firsthand over the past few years how food and the people behind the counter can bring a community together. We all have a story. We all have an appetite. Each episode will explore the thread between food, people, and community, and the stories that weave them all together. So let's get behind the counter and dig in. Here we go. This is Behind the Counter. Behind the Counter. With the food song. Here's Heidi. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Counter with the Food Czar, which is me, Heidi Blum. And today is really, really cool for us uh, old Livingston people and new Livingston people. I am sitting at the Ritz Diner, and I'm sure a lot of us have um, a lot of memories and a lot of stories that have taken place in these four walls, maybe it's seven walls. I'm not sure. More than that. But I'm sitting with the vice president of the Ritz Diner and my LHS 86 classmate, David Feldman. Hi, David. How you doing? I'm so happy to be sitting here with you today. I'm, ha- I'm happy to have you. We, um, you know, David's mom is the infamous Marion, um, but we thought that David and I would sit here and we can talk as old classmates and friends and really get to the nitty gritty of the Ritz Diner. Sure. So let's talk about, I mean, there's so many questions because I think a lot of people, um, and like I was saying, old Livingston people, new Livingston people have so many questions from the history of the Ritz Diner when it was the Heritage Diner, which is how I remember it growing up, and um, new people um, just in terms of the food, the menu, the celebrities, whatever. So we're going to cover it all. Okay. You're ready for me. Ready to go. Okay, here we go. So let's start at the beginning. Ritz Diner was originally the Heritage Diner. My sister Debbie was a waitress here, which, but I remember sitting here um, as a kid, and it was just the brick. It was not the colored uh, pink and green as we know the Ritz to be. It was just the heritage uh, in the script writing on the sign, if I recall. Um, so tell me uh, the history as you know it. Okay, so turns out that we're still friendly with the original owners of the diner. There's the Karras family. So in 1964, this this particular diner is um, it's like a prefabricated building. What happened was one day there was just a hole in the ground, and then overnight when they brought all the pieces, the next day the diner was here. They just wow. they just pieced it together. And if you if you go downstairs, you can see uh, cinder block uh, pillars with you know things connected. You know, and and that's that's how this that's how they make, used to make diners back then. That's wild. Okay. Okay. Um, back in the day, the town at the time, the town manager was giving them a little bit of a hard time because they, they didn't really want a diner in town. Okay, silly then. So he had to go around to people around town to gather some support to, to, to have this place up and up and running. So, but they were they had to be strict 
um, protocols and how they, they built it. It had to have all these buildings. If you look, go down the street, you know, if you go where, where Epi's is, um, where um, um, down the street, it's all red brick. It is, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Well, we, you know, we painted over it since, you know, we got with the green, but it had to be a colonial type of design. Red brick. Yeah. Right. The outside had to be red brick colonial. Inside, the furniture had to be colonial. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah. So they really strict, and that's how they were able to get in here. Okay. So they owned it for about 16 years. Uh, they sold it in '80. Okay. So for ne- next four years, you know, a couple other pe- operators were in here. They didn't do that, do such a good to- uh, job. And then one day, uh, my father and my mother's father came in here to eat, and and they uh, they said they looked around and said, you know, maybe this would be a good place to hang our hat, you know, because my father used to own, uh, his name is Richard, um, he used to own three restaurants in Manhattan. I was going to ask if they were in the restaurant business. Yeah, yeah. so my, da- my dad was in, a, my dad was used to be a film editor, and then he became uh, into the restaurant business. So there was, if, if you go across the street from Madison Square Garden, there was a place called Gyro 2. Okay, yeah. Okay, so that was, uh, uh, so then they did well. Then a couple doors down, they opened up a fast food Chinese restaurant, which was one of the first ones in in the city. Wow. Back then. And then um, a couple years later, then they opened a deli called J.J. Apple Restaurants. And now I'm starting to understand why the menu is the menu here. Exactly. Okay, we'll get to that. So... um, so then he used to, for J.J. Applebounce, he used to buy bagels from down the street at a place called Lock, Stock, and Bagel. Okay? It was right on uh, 33rd Street. And, and I remember when I used to go there in, uh, in, on the weekends to, to visit my father, you know, he'd take me on the weekends. I, we'd always pass by uh, Lock, Stock, and Bagel, and he'd always go in and say hello. And it turns out the uh, person who was running that was George. George oh, no Mizuka, way. Or, or, you know, or, yeah. or, or George. So he, I remember he used to give me hot bagels, you know, right out of the oven. I used to burn my mouth and uh, the best, the best thing. So, um, so when he, when my father, you know, was thinking about buying the place, he went to George. Okay. So, um, he thought George would be a good operator to come in here. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, and then that's how... Everyone. That's how the Ritz became the Ritz. Did he name it the Ritz? My fa- my father. Uh, well, we had a uh, a designer, very fam- famous designer. His name was Charles Mount, um, and uh, you know he very famous. You know, interior designer. He um, there were some McDonald's in in the city that were really Art Deco and stuff that he used to. You know, he used to design that kind of stuff. So I think my I think my father. You know, um, you know living. In the Ritz, you know, we didn't want to keep the heritage name. Yeah. We wanted, we wanted to be something, something new. new. Something and new. that's very '80s, is the Art Deco exactly. scene. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, with with the, with the the pinks and the and the turquoises and stuff like that, you know, that, that's that's what we were looking for. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So then we we took it over in uh, in May, and in the whole summer, we renovated the place, and I was here. 
helping renovate the place. So, wow. I, you know, I spent my summer here. Um, you know, that if you know that that wooden uh, walls between the booths and the and where the I sanded that by hand. You know, so and, I mean, and the um, the little jukeboxes were still here when you guys took over, yeah. right? Yeah. When it was the Ritz. So, for anyone who wasn't here at that time, and every booth was your own individual jukebox. Correct. Which yeah. was yeah. as a kid, there was nothing better than sitting at a yeah. booth flipping and through, flipping yeah. through the yeah, records sure. and picking your songs. Yeah, sure. that was awesome. So every town, um, I think, can relate to this, right? You have a diner, your main diner in town. Um, you know we used to come here in high school, and, um, you know, uh, a lot of tears were shed here from late-night parties. Oh, and a, lot of, a lot of craziness was here. A lot here. of craziness was, was here. here. Yeah. A lot of laughter was here. I mean, that's what's so special about a diner, I think, is right. really, like, if you look back at your childhood, um, it makes it so special, right? Um, and I think that, like I said, I think in a lot of towns that rings true. Um, so the, you owned the diner in the 80s, and this place was packed. Yep. I mean, there were people who waited in the vestibule to be called... <coughs> Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so let's talk about the menu. Okay. I have a lot of questions about the menu. All right. So we had a menu that was a quarter of the size. So let's talk about the size of the menu for a second. Okay. Okay. So the menu is sort of like a novel. It is a huge menu. Right. How do how do you as a restaurant owner prepare? for that many items on a menu? Well, we have prep cooks downstairs working every day, Mm -hmm. okay? And a, a, a... A lot of the menu items are just you're just piecing things together, you know, like 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 for a chicken parmesan, you already have the chicken already breaded, you know, so that's in the refrigerator. Um, you know, omelets we have, you know, when you make your omelets, all the vegetables are chopped up and you just you know spoon it in, into the bowl, mix it up, and put it, throw it on the grill. So it so it's not as like wasteful as you would think it is. No, right. no, okay. no, and and uh, we. You know, George used to always tell me that I'd rather run out of something than throw than throw it away. Oh, that's, you know, that's so, good theory. So, yeah. so I, we don't make too much. We we after almost thirty nine years, we know what to make and what works, and how much to make of it. So let's talk about um, the favorites. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's the famous Marion's chopped salad. Which explain what Marion's chopped salad for those who don't know. So Mar- Marion's chopped salad is a sesame breaded chicken. Um, uh, it's fried. Um, I know. I know that it's not for you, but if you want to, you could always get, get it grilled. grilled. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's portobello mushrooms, uh, fresh mo- fresh mozzarella, carrots, cucumbers, portobello mushrooms, and lettuce. Oh, and uh, and almonds, shaved almonds. The, one okay. of the best. There is also. Um, the Diet Riot, which is always a big hit. Mm-hmm. Um, my camp friends used to come here all the time for the. I, they would come home with me or come visit me, and we'd always get the turkey bowl. That's a big one. Yep. The I think this is the first place I ever had pasta with cottage cheese. Pasta primavera. Yeah, the best. Yes. Yeah. So that was that's an original item that we that we've had since uh, since day one. Really? Yeah. What else? Um, German apple pancake. You ever have that? That's the most insane. Yeah, so we saute the the apples first, and then we put the crepe batter in the pan and coat it, and then we put it in the broiler, and everything just rises up. 
So it, that, and that's how we make it. I mean, it's just that simple. If, you, yeah. if, if you've never seen one to a listener or all the listeners out there, it's it's amazing looking. And then you put a little cinnamon sugar. You don't even have to put syrup. You don't no, even need the syrup. No, it doesn't need the syrup. The, because, the of the, because of the caramel car- caramelization of the apples. Right. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Szechuan uh, uh, chicken. Uh, on the ch- and the Canton Chicken Wings. Now, the Canton Chicken Wings, that came from one of my father's restaurants in the city. Oh, that, I was going to ask because there are some Asian-inspired yes. uh, so foods in there. So that sauce, um, only a few of us know the recipe for that sauce. Do you want to share it? No. Okay. Uh, then I'd have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the wings came from the restaurant in, in the city. Um, that was that was my father's recipe. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, so we, we mainly make it for the wings, but the Szechuan chicken is the, is the chicken with all the vegetables sautéed together. Um, we have a lo mein, which is pretty good. You know, you, you'd find it just as... Uh, it's just as good as in any Chinese restaurant. Do you have um, split pea Thursdays? Yes, it is. And actually, today is Thursday. Oh, so, my God. I'm going to so, take some so home today. Take yeah, some home today. I'm yep. so excited. No croutons, though, right? No croutons. No croutons. You know, you know. <laughs> because I, I will tell you, my, the chicken burger here is the best. Well, we we make that here, the chicken burger. We grind that. We, and and what's in it? Um, let's let's there, Well, there's a little bit of breadcrumbs in there. A little bit. It's a little you bit. Need, you need the breadcrumbs, otherwise it's going to fall apart. It's so good. It's, it's Yeah. It's, it's it's really good. It's really good. Um, um, I, I know, like, in high school, I'll tell you what my favorite was then. It was grilled cheese. This is late at night, folks. Grilled cheese with bacon and tomato and a side of fries. Yep. Best. That's Nothing just, better. It's just comfort So listening to my friends, uh, 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 all their stories, I'd be knee-deep in a grilled cheese with bacon and tomato. Right. I was the smart one. <laughs> so, um, okay, now let's talk about... Um, the baked goods. Okay. Uh, the infamous, or not infamous, the famous apple, apple pie. pie. Yep. And that, and again, that was my my father's recipe. You know that he, he developed that pie. Um, and that's the pie that was featured on Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives that I did with uh, Guy Fieri. I was going to ask you about that. How did that all happen? Well, it it, it was you know I never saw the show. This right? was early on in this his was, show, this, right? Yeah. yeah. This was like third season, and it was and I I never really saw the show. And once in a while, I'd be watching television, and I'd see a promo for it. I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to check it out. So all of a sudden, we get a phone call from one of the producers saying that they did an internet search of, you know, diners in, in, in New Jersey, and ours popped up. So they called us up, and then uh, I did a little interview over the phone. And then uh, they, they said, they you know, they'd like to, to work with us. So um, uh, right now... Making the apple pie is nothing for me because I've made thousands of them, you know, for the, for Thanksgiving, for for you know, for all the holidays and stuff. So that's what I used to do, you know. But they also wanted another item, so I I said, why not the chocolate babka? Because the chocolate babka oh, is, is insane, is, is, yeah. is great. Okay, so um, now I had to learn how to do that. You know, so I, I took like a, a two-day crash course. I was in the back with the baker for like a couple days, trying to figure it out, and I finally get get it done. Okay, and then the day of filming, they said to me, "What else?" I mean, I have the chocolate bob. He goes, "Yeah, but he's allergic to chocolate." Oh no way! So I'm like, "Are you kidding?" And then they're like, "You know what? Let's just stick with the apple pie. That'll be just good enough." You know, and uh, and that's how and that's how that came. So about. when it aired, did you get like? Like, was it a rush of people? Well, 
here's what that episode. If you've watched that show, it has three restaurants on it. Correct. That particular episode had seven restaurants because it was the end of the se- it was like season finale, and they wanted to do like a Jersey diner tour. I see. Okay. okay. So normally you'd get like maybe like at least ten minutes. Yeah, if yeah. If not, you know, in each restaurant. Um, so we only got two. You know, we did get a couple people from the surrounding areas that that wouldn't have come. You know, and what they did was they made a book. Oh, they made. You mean, they, you mean Guy Fieri made a book? Yeah, they, and of all the places they went to. Oh, that's smart. So once in a while, we'd have co- people come in here because I guess people would buy the book and would travel the area or, or yeah, the country. Yeah, like, people like to hit all the places that he so played, I, I, features. So I'd have to sign once in a while. I'd sign books. Oh, you'd sign an yeah, autograph. Yeah, I sign my autograph yeah. in the book. Um, so um, our name was in the first book, but the second book we we got like featured like a featured page. Oh wow! You know, so that was that was pretty cool. There's know. nothing um, better than when you have your kids and you bring them here when they're little and they look in the case, right, of all the pastries and they have their first, like, Cookie Monster or Elmo cupcake. I mean, there's nothing sweeter to me than that. And then they remember that and then they come back again and they go back to the case and they have their first black and white cookie or they have their first... I mean, that to me is so special. It's you, so cute. Do you know how many nose prints and hand prints are I'm, on the bottom of, that, of that case that we have to clean all, every day because the kids are just putting their noses and, and lips on the, on the glass. It's the cutest and, thing, It's the though. cutest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, sure. For those that don't know, they sell everything from babkas to apple pies to coconut pie to coconut pie? Yeah. And what's yeah, the white uh, pie? Oh, no, it's the lemon meringue. Right, lemon meringue lemon, pie. That has coconut on top, yeah. All the chocolate sprinkled cookies, the chocolate dipped cookies, the black and white cookies, the jelly filled cookies. The smile cook, the smile face cookie. The homentashin, the rugula, the any pastry you can really think of is, is made here. Is yeah. made here. It's yeah. really impressive. Oh, and the holla. Oh, and the holla. Fresh holla. We yeah. bake our holla fresh every day. Every day. Every day. And it's, re- I mean, it's really good holla. It's really good holla, yeah. So, um, w- did I ask you about the apple pie and gold belly? Are you looking into <clears throat> Yes. Yeah, well, I was wondering th- if you should. That shipped. was the next step. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to have, oh, just taking a step back, we're going to start doing DoorDash, mm-hmm. and we're going to start doing Grubhub. Awesome. Okay, so this way, um, and... Uh, you can get anything. You can you get, get any get of the pastries. Exactly. Yeah. Um, now, what that's going to open up is, I mean, I used to be a dasher, you know, you know, I was out of work for like a month before I came here, and I would see where people would order, like... I was going to Morristown. I was going to Morris Plains. No, interesting. From from, from this area, yeah. you know. Um, so that's going to hopefully broaden our our our. our that just shows you how good our restaurants in Livingston are, right. people. So let's discuss. Um, uh, there's been a lot of celebrities that have walked through the doors here. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, I think, what an attraction the Ritz Diner is, right? So you've had Zach Wilson, who, that was a really nice story. Yes. Um, one of your um, waitresses. Kenzia. Yep. Oh, yeah. She's been here for such a long time. Yes. Right? Yeah. So uh, she was the recipient of Zach Wilson, and he gave her, I think, some tickets for her son. I mean, that was like the nicest story ever. Well, she, 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 she's so personable, and, 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 um, 
nosy in a good way. So, so she, you know, she just said, oh, oh my God, my son's such a big fan and got him on the phone. I think they did a FaceTime and, and then he was, and Zach was just so nice. He goes, all right, here's some tickets. And I think it was during Christmas time. Yeah, it was like incredible. And, uh, um, that was, that was something that was, that was sweet. Um, let's see. Who else? I think Dennis Rodman was here. Dennis Rodman used to, well, he, he Some of the Sopranos were here too, weren't they? Well, actually we, they filmed an episode outside. Oh, that's what it was. They filmed an episode outside. Um, if, if anyone watched the show, it was, was when Steve Buscemi was in it and down the street where, where the, um, what was the, uh. What was that um, kitchen store, right? Was yeah, it the kitchen, kitchen store, store, yeah. So that whole area was abandoned because they, they were, you know, they were ready to tear it down or they were working the deal to do the, the town center. So they took over that and they made that, if, if you remember... Um, Steve Buscemi had a massage parlor during the, during the show. Yeah. So they filmed some some episode uh, some scenes in down there. Okay. So they came over here just for a quick shoot of uh, I think Christopher and two other guys. Um, oh, and uh, yeah, Christopher and some other guys. They were in a car be- uh, behind the uh, on the other on the exit side of the diner. And I remember we had to keep the blinds down because everyone. Was looking was, out. Everyone was sitting on all the tables um, along the window. Oh, it's and, amazing. And, they, and they, they didn't want people gawking outside. Um, but um, we got whacked, and we and they, they that was that was we un- got whacked. We got by whacked. The Sopranos. No, we got whacked, and that was on the cutting room floor. So oh that, my that, god, that that's scene amazing. was never put in there. And uh, there was filming here recently for something. Was it the Harlan Coben movie? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't. I um I wasn't here. Uh, you know, yeah. So, yeah. So. Um, Actually, we're trying, you know, they wanted to do a, a, a follow-up with Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Oh, that's awesome. So it just didn't work out, but I'm going to try to reach out to them and, and see yeah, if they'll come Yeah, tell them back. the food czar's here. And, yeah. 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 She'd well, like that, to meet guys. So uh, <laughs> what's, let's talk about the future of the Ritz Diner. Future of the Ritz Diner. It's it's looking good. Like I said, we're, we're introducing um, the the DoorDash, the Grubhub, the Gold Belly. Um, I'm going to have some new new items, you know, some fresh items with the menu. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Correct. So we're introducing some new things. I'm going to have some new specials, vegan specials. We also, I mean, I'm sure people know that we do have a gluten-free menu. Uh-huh. Um, and we're very careful as far as, as any of the gluten-free items. We, we don't have any cross-contamination, and we make sure that it's all, it's, it's all gluten-free. What are some of the new items? Can you talk about them? So, you know, I... I I know people like quinoa, so I'm going to get some some quinoa dishes. We might have some bowls, uh, different salads, you know, because that's what people want. Yeah, you know, and of they, course. And they, and I don't have to tell you, as, yeah. as health conscious <laughs> as you are, okay, I might even, you know, you know, you, may, you might you might be one of my consultants here or something like oh, that. I'll do it. But um, yeah, so as long I, as we have a food czar named item, I'm okay, happy to help. Sure, we'll yeah. call it the Heidi. There yeah. you go. Fine, <laughs> perfect. Um, and as far as the restaurant itself, the building, we're going to be giving some facelifts to it. I think uh, a lot of people have asked me when I told them that I was uh, doing this interview, they said, can you please ask if they're going to... We are. We're, we're, you know, we're, 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 you know, talking to, to contractors and stuff. I mean, uh, there's, um, it's not going to happen all at once. You know, we, you know, um, we, uh, you know, we, we are planning to do some things. 
uh, floor, you know, no floors. We're going to probably get rid of this carpet that's that's in here. Um, I mean, if this carpet could talk, huh? Yeah. I mean, I will say as a born and bred Livingston girl and raising my family here, I truly hope the Ritz Diner is here to stay because the memories I've made here and, you know, where it's located is right in the center, really right in the center. And Mm -hmm. I think it's a destination place. Um, So I'm glad to hear that you're... Uh, going to be at the helm now? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's. I've been looking forward to, you know, to something like, you know, like I said, I, I left for a little while, um, <clears throat> took a little sabbatical, but uh, my mother wanted me to come back, so I'm back, you know, and, and you know, I'm, I'm, you know, it's it's my mother and I, um, and uh, you know, we're looking forward to the future. I mean, I, I ha- you know. I want to, I want to keep the old people, you know, that that have been coming here, you know, the regulars, you know, for over almost almost forty years. It'll be forty years in uh, next year. I mean, there's a crew that comes for breakfast. There's a, there's a, there's a table in the front, right by the door, that has a plaque, three plaques of the guys that, that sit there every morning. They come in religiously every morning. That's amazing. And 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 they sit there, and then that's that's their table. And you know, I want I want people to know that uh, this is a pl- this is the place to come to in Livingston. It is the place to come to. Um, like I was saying how like back in the day with the diner, the diner used to be open really late at night, right, in right. my memory. This town traditionally after 8 o'clock is... Shuts down. Shuts down. Everyone's in their house. What time do you guys close? We Well, now we, we used to close at 12. Yeah. But now we close at 9 on the weekdays. Um... I am. We we have been discussing on the weekends. We're you know Friday and Saturday. We're going to probably stay open till ten eleven. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, I guess you know after you co- you come home from a movie or something like that. You want you want your late night snack or whatever. We'll be here. Yeah. I'm excited for you. Yeah. I think it's great. For those that don't know David, he is one of the nicest guys. You are a hardworking guy. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I'm so happy to see that you landed here. And I I truly hope you're here for a very I'm long ba- time. I'm back home. You know, you know the Godfather thing that they they drag yeah. it. <laughs> they drag it. <laughs> they get out and they, just they try drag to get out. And they, they drag, drag me, me back, back in. in. Yeah, but in a good way, you know. So uh, yeah, so I'm excited to be to be with my mom. Um, you know, she's a she's a great person and uh, she really cares about the business and she cares about the people in town. This place uh, was my is was my mother and George. You know, and now I'm here. I'm going to try to take from what I've learned from them and, and, and move forward. I think you said it best. You're back home. Yeah. And I think uh, this is home to a lot, for a lot. I mean, sitting here, just sitting here, you know, it does feel like home. Yeah. So let's wrap it up. In, okay. conclusion, In conclusion, David Feldman, vice president of the Ritz Diner, look out for some new menu items. Yep. Look out for a slow roll of renovations. Yep. But renovations. Mm-hmm. Good things to come. Good thing, great things to come. Not um, good. Um, great things great to come. Things to I come. love it, David. Great. Thank you so much. I'm so excited for you. You're gonna kill it. You uh, really are. You've thanks, been. Thanks for coming. It's, I think working your whole life towards this moment. Yeah, and, and thanks for coming. It's always a pleasure to see you, and and for all the. It's so nice for all the things that you do for this town. I know everyone appreciates it. Thank you. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure to sit with people like you. Honestly. Thank you. So thank you. I'm proud of you. Thanks. All right. Thanks. If you are hearing this message, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I'm truly grateful for you and this opportunity. The purpose of the Behind the Counter podcast is to bring food, people, and community together. I hope you'll return for more episodes and explore with me. 
I want to personally thank Fran Linnell of Design 68 for my amazing Behind the Counter podcast logo and Travis Lohenberg for my awesome Behind the Counter music and all the guests that take their time to sit and talk with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you hear your podcasts. If you'd like to support the Behind the Counter podcast, please subscribe, share with your friends and family, and you can follow me on Instagram at Heidi Blum. If you have any feedback or stories that you want to share, you can email me at foodsrbtc at gmail.com.